think I would do it. I feel like I'd I, I don't have the willpower. Because once it's, once it's in. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and just like. That's what. Listen. Listen. Dog. Dog. Talk this, about it. <laughs> orgasm denial is a kink that I just can't get into. Sorry. I've been doing it for like the last three weeks. No, you don't know. No. Orgasm denial is like. All right, oh, that's you, when I'm you like bring put you to the, the tip brink. In. That's like, bring, you, yeah, I'm bringing to the brink of it. And then, nah, you can't do and it. And then say no. I mean, yeah. I've been close to that for the past week, bro. No, nah, I'm good. For the okay. past, like, listen. Like, oh, it's called, uh, it's called uh, edging, right? Yeah, edging. Edging. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I kind of fuck with edging, bro. Uh, I kind of fuck with it. I kind of fuck with it. Okay. I'll have mine now. Thanks. <laughs> it's my orgasm and I need it now. <laughs> That's the I'll take, by the way. welcome 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 back to another episode of the summer 16 podcast the podcast between two friends that met in the summer of 2016 in portland oregon Today with you, you have your favorite co-host. My name is Jonathan Bowie, and I'm here with the doctor, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Just tune day. It's fine. Yeah, just tune. Yeah, he's on social media, whatever. All the ones that are cool. Well, speaking of social media, you can find us, the Summer 16 Podcast, on all social medias that matter. Um, shoot, what are we on? Instagram, summer16pod. That's the same as our Twitter. You can also email the show, summer16podcast at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you guys. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. You know, we've gotten some good feedback from you guys, some good emails. And, you know, even when we have some, we'll share them with you as well. So, you know, keep us, keep us in your thoughts. Uh, we also have our Summer 16 Book Club. That's on Goodreads. You can find us by searching Summer 16 Book Club in the bio, as well as our Discord channel where we have lots of good conversations and the craziness doesn't stop just on the podcast. We keep it going over there as well. Um, I just said, I said a lot. And so we'll just make sure we have all those links in the bio for you guys. Links in the bio. Links, hashtag links in the bio. All right, we got a good show for you guys today. You know, we, we were kind of, we were kind of a a, a, a a shorter episode last week. We were off the week before, but we're back to our regularly, regularly scheduled program. So we're going to shoot the shit, talk about uh, the Juneteenth being a holiday and shouting out our Black fathers out there. We, of course, have some stuff to talk about in our Say What segment, as well as a current events that's just all about sports. You know, we, we try to keep it balanced, but we, we want to talk about sports and it's our show, so we do what we want. Uh, waxing hypothetical question and then we're going to get you guys out of here with our audio visual and mental recommendations for the week tune what up what's happening what's good tell the people what's going on man did you enjoy the black blackity black black holiday weekend uh it was cool it's relaxing so uh i think on actual juneteenth which was saturday didn't you tell me you were picking cotton? <laughs> no, that wasn't you. Oh, okay. No, nah, it was definitely not me. Yikes. <laughs> uh, let's see what, what did I do. Uh, 
I just relaxed. I went for a run. I had a long run, a ten mile run. Nice. Um, faster than I wanted to run, but it was it was you know good to be out there. Um, it was far cry from Juneteenth the year prior because all my friends in Seattle are basically gone. So the year before we had like yeah, cooked out all day. We were playing bones, spades, yeah. zip cup, bear, bear yeah. pong, all that. This year was just, you know really mellow, just relaxing. That's Isn't that it. weird? Because it's like the first year that it's actually a federal holiday, and I feel like it was much less turned up for you. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, let's 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 go ahead and touch on that really quick. We don't have it on the agenda, but how do you feel about? Oh, here before we before I do that, uh, my Juneteenth, I really didn't do anything. Uh, my mom was here helping me get settled into the house. Um, there was a there was a shooting at Lake Merritt actually, like like a mile from my crib it was like it was like a thousand it was like thousands of people out at lake Merritt, and there was a shooting it's fucking damn it's a damn shame uh, i'm glad i wasn't out there but still like why can't your people act right man my people yeah like what is wrong um, with them what's wrong with them no i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, i still love our folks but this is a damn shame though too but okay yeah. um um Juneteenth is now a federal holiday. Um, it's the performative nature for me. Like, what do you think? I we talked about this on the show, right? Like, that's I don't understand some people ask for this. Yes, some people did ask for this. Yes. I would much rather have had like anti-lynching bill, like strengthening on a federal level, strengthening voting rights. Facts. Like progress on the george floyd uh you know police hate crime bill yeah or whatever like all that like i don't need first of all i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this now i feel some type of way that white people get off for juneteenth bro i was waiting i was i don't care like like i feel some uh, type of way oh it's so real it's so real like like even when i was in elementary school i felt some type of way about getting off for school for yom kippur and because i'm not jewish so i was like why am i why am i off for this i thought about that as a kid so if I was really? white, I'd be like, why am I off work? Well, you know what? I can respect, I can respect that because at least you keep the same energy. Cause I definitely took the Yom Kippur holiday. I mean, I took it off. And I was, I had to, no, no, no. But... Oh, yeah. But I was like, but I mean, then again, my granddad is also like African Hebrew. So I'm like, uh, chosen people. <laughs> yeah, chosen people, nigga. Let's go. Uh, but you no, know, that's that's that like that's hilarious you said that. Uh you beat me to it. But I was definitely just like, like it's hella people that were that were off on Friday and they were just like, why the fuck did they give us this? What's this? What's a, what's a Juneteenth? Like, what is that? Exactly. And like, I saw a tweet. Somebody said, I liked it better when we just knew about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there still weren't like, there's still not a Juneteenth parade and all this other shit. Like, did you, did you hear about all the Republicans, like the, the 14 Republicans that like voted against it? Uh-uh. Uh, I was like 14 Republicans that voted against it. And they were just saying like hella stupid shit. Like, like one of them voted against it because the name was like Juneteenth, like Independence Day or something like that. And he was just like, oh, well, you shouldn't call it Independence Day because that's the 4th of July. And der, 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 der. and it's just like, shut your stupid ass up. Like it's also known as Freedom Day. And like, you know, the this country, a country that, touts freedom and justice for all didn't have freedom and justice for all until what june 19th 19 1865 right 
1865. 18, yeah. 1863. Let me not get let me not get uh roasted. Hold on. Uh, we ain't real, bro. What was it? 18, 1866. 66? Okay, cool. Bro, we're, we're, we're so whack. <laughs> That's fine. I thought it was 1865. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm saying 1865. I don't give a fuck. That's what History Channel says. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wikipedia is fraudulent. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Uh, shout out to Juneteenth, man. Black people free. Damn, we over here talking about it. it's a holiday. I wish black people only had it. And we over here having to Google the 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 right year. It's okay. We're gonna be better tomorrow than we are today. And it's our show. We do what we want. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but no, I agree with you though. Like it, it definitely is like funny that so many people got the day off and fucking don't even know why. And I just know. I don't know. I feel like it's like in a couple of years, it's gonna be like oh uh master discounters get 20 percent off for your on juneteenth your... <laughs> cotton pillowcases 80 percent off oh my god yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna be so bad like like that's is gonna have like uh like take msr msrp off or like take 20 percent off or two percent off of your your lexus if you buy on juneteenth Man, grocery stores have a watermelon sales <laughs> I'm not here Popeye, for it at all. Popeyes is gonna go crazy. Popeyes is gonna go crazy on Juneteenth. What's June the lady's 10th. name in the commercials? The oh, uh, what's the, the the little black lady? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I was about to say Zada Harans. <laughs> what is her name? Is well, it, her name is Molly. Is it is it flow? No, that's that's progressive. That's progressive. Um, the she needs five hundred thousand a year. Really? Oh man, did you know she's not even from Louisiana? Oh my god. Okay, her name is I guess her name is Deidre Henry. Deidre Henry, yeah. But what's her character her papa's character name? Yo, she's like a legit actress. She's like she's like been hella shit. Well, she's typecast now. So I, I guess Aunt, I guess yeah, I guess her name is Annie. Annie is the Popeyes lady. Oh my god. She's she's best known for the portrayal of the lovable Annie and Popeyes. Shout out to Deidre Henry, man. Why are man. we talking about Deidre Henry? Because on June 10th, oh. she's gonna make a new commercial. <laughs> 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 oh that's my so, god. That's so ignorant. She got some episodes of Handmaid's Tale. She was in an episode of Shameless. Um, she she be eating, bro. She was on a CSI episode. Yeah, but she's the Popeye's lady, though. Yeah, I mean, for real, though, she's the Popeye's lady. Yeah. She makes 500000 a year for, yep. for, for shucking and driving in so, Popeye's so, so, commercials. So, so here's a question now. Here's a question. Okay. For 500000 a year, right? Hey, yes. Would you become the new Popeye's, the new yes. Popeye's man? Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, 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 maybe more. You have to get paid more. more. Think about it. Think about it. It isn't just like like fortune is fortune is one thing. Fame is another. Like maybe maybe walk out your house, you're no longer John, right? 
you're that I'm, Popeye's guy. People stop you on the street. You can't have a moment of peace. <laughs> Say it again. Mm-mm-mm. I love me some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't need that title. I don't. I don't want fame. I'm sorry. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Tell me you love chicken. So, so, exactly. So, what happens when white people stop you in the street? And actually say it. God, God forbid you're actually at a restaurant eating some chicken <laughs> that's not Popeyes or some shit. Oh my God. And people are like taking pictures of you, like, mm, 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 mm. just eating chicken. They probably got like a thing in their claws where they can't be like, you can't eat chicken from other places. Oh, that makes my fucking chest hurt. Oh, mm-hmm. wait. All right, so so uh, no, that was stupid. so Juneteenth was what? Stupid. What day was Juneteenth? That was Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So so that means yesterday, as we're recording this, yesterday will be Sunday. Yes, was sir. Father's Day. Yes, sir. Talk to your dad. I did, man, and honestly, I just had to thank him, man, because uh, you know I really feel like dads don't get their flowers like they deserve. Yeah, that's true. Um, and like it's it's like not really spoke about and. You know, a lot of times, even just as men, we don't really give each other the love that we deserve and lift each other up. So I was really proud to, you know, have my father in my life and in several other like father figures and mentors in my life. And, um, you know, I'm really incredibly grateful because it is a blessing. And so, you know, shout out to all the dads out there. Shout out to all the black dads, especially uh, yeah. because they matter, man. Black dads matter, man. And uh, shout them out. Did you talk to your father? How's he doing? Yeah, I talked to him. He's good. He's good. Uh, you know, he's getting a little older, nearing, nearing the age of retirement. Um, he's he's in his what late sixties? Uh, yeah, late sixties. I think late he turns 60s. what year? This is twenty twenty one. Twenty one. He turns seventy next year. Seventy. Ooh, that's yeah. a blessing, man. We wasn't supposed to yeah. make it past twenty five. Yeah. So um, like, yeah. So I talked to him. He's doing good. Um, still, you know, moving around. Still trying to get convince him to. Get the vaccine. He still thinks he's immune because he's African. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Your dad's like an anti-vaxxer? No, no, he's an anti-COVID vaxxer. Because because of the microchips? No, he just thinks he's immune. Oh, so he legit just thinks that he can't be touched. Yeah. I mean, he he, he also has a high risk job. What does he, he do? does? He does like in in home like um healthcare. Uh-huh. So like like you're entering people's homes, like taking care of them and stuff, and like, man, that's not that's not the safest thing to be doing. Has his work been, age? Has he not been like going into people's homes and stuff during COVID? Because you know, before a lot of that stuff, you couldn't do it, right? Was it uh, like it was limited limited access? It was limited access, but I think he's back working now, like full time. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyways, talk to him about that a little bit, and. Yeah, you, you know? can't tell you can't tell him nothing. Though. I know he ain't nah. hearing that. Yeah, but he's not trying to hear that shit. But he's doing good. Like you said, you know, I feel like on Father's Day, it's just one of those holidays that kind of gets overlooked. And then when it does, like, so his 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 thing I noticed that I had a conversation with yesterday. When it's when it's Mother's Day, right? All right, it's like, okay, it's I'm, like, I'm with you. It's, I'm with it's you. Like, it's Let's like, go. It's like happy Mother's Day. Let's go there. Like y'all are amazing. Which mothers are amazing, right? I love but, my mom. You know? But on Father's Day, it's mm-hmm. happy Father's Day to all the all the dads who are present, all the dads who 
who, like it's, it's like a million qualifiers before you get Facts. to just Happy Father's Day. And Facts. That Facts. kind of bugs me. It does. Like Hell even yeah. like even if even if my dad wasn't in my life. Yeah. Like like your parents are together. My parents are divorced. Yep. My parents got yep. divorced when I was an, an adult. I was twenty. Mm-hmm. So like you know, later in life, dad, yeah. my dad was in my life. Right. Yeah. So but yeah. even yeah. even if he wasn't. Yeah. Like. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't be here without my dad. Facts. So Facts. that alone, I think, is deserving of at least a simple happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Listen, one day a year, man. You know, listen, like if nothing else. And I, I, and I say, oh, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I was gonna say because, and I even feel some type of way about people that try to use Father's Day as Mother's Day plus oh. plus. Oh my and and God. I don't and I don't mean that as anything to slight moms, especially like single moms that are like raising the their kids or in those si- situations and stuff. You're but you're not Sorry. a father. You're not a father, right? Like, and and that's okay that you're not a father. But like, damn, like she didn't make you by yourself. And like you said, you wouldn't be here without your without your father. You know what I'm saying? I had a really heart. It was heartbreaking to me, a heartbreaking conversation with some like friends or whatever because, you know. Uh, she was kind of my friend was kind of making the point that you know if someone was like a single mom then they you know just raise their kid and the the takeaway was that when I asked her the question like well it would make more sense if both parents were in the household um, but like what value do you think a man provides when it comes to like raising kids right like having a father present like what value do you think that adds and I just asked her that openly and she couldn't really think of anything of like what a father provides and that like broke my heart because I'm like yo dads are important and I'm not saying that women haven't been raising kids on their own or men haven't been raising their kids on their own but it's important to have the family dynamic or at least you know people there to help rear your children and to say that you don't know the value that a man can bring when it comes to raising kids was just like I thought that was awful not not on her but I just I think it's indicative, like a larger feeling that people have, where it's like they don't really value dads, and that's whack to me. Did that make sense? No, perfect sense, perfect sense. Like, like I said, my parents are divorced, right? So, like, yeah. my parents obviously didn't have the perfect marriage. Of course, but even 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 in that, like, growing up in that household, having like my. Even my dad, even my dad was in the household. Just mm-hmm. seeing the interaction between a man and a woman. Uh, so also, mm-hmm. I'm speaking from a very heteronormative. Of course, of course, uh, we right. both are. Yeah, good, good, right. good qualifier. Sure. So, because like you know, there's some people who were raised with two moms or two dads, two dads or whatever. Or, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'm only speaking from my point of view, mm-hmm. as a you know, heterosexual, heteronormative person. Yeah. So, so seeing the interactions between how a man should treat a woman and how a woman should treat a man. Like, yes. like I said, my parents didn't always get it right. So sometimes I'd be like, oh, I like, like I can see my mind growing up. Mm-hmm. I want to take this from that, mm-hmm. from my parents' relationship. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I the opposite. Exactly, exactly. Which is both valuable. Both are valuable. Yeah. Even in the instance where it wasn't done right, it's like you see what you shouldn't do and that should help inform, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like, like some people take that and be like, oh, well, this is why you shouldn't do it. Look at that. That was wrong. They did this, that, and the third. And it's like, 
well, yes, it sucks. It's unfortunate. It's unfair, whatever you say, but it's, you learn from it. You should learn from it and either take, take the good, throw away the bad and be better as a result of it. But you still need to see something as a way to learn. Otherwise you're just going to be gullible and just fall for anything. It's just, it's unfortunate. Shout out to dads, man. Shout out to black dads. I ride for the fellas out there, man, especially the ones that you know want to be in their kids' lives or don't have the opportunity to the way they want to, yo. Like, and maybe I'm sport, right? Or maybe I just surround myself with just good people or good dudes. Yes, I don't yeah. know, not a single. Yep. In my circle of people that I consider friends or acquaintances, I don't know that yep. one Debbie dad. Not one. Not one. And, and I, and I, and I know more. And I, I more than Debbie dads, I know more guys that want to be more involved in their kids' lives. And for whatever reason, can't get access the way they want to. Yeah. And I, and again, that's something that I feel like isn't really, you know, talked about as much as it should. Like, you know, it's, 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 we're quick to be like, oh yeah, these dudes ain't nothing. Da, 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 da. They ain't even helping being in their kid's life. And there's some guys that want to, and, you know, maybe it's a job, maybe it's access, maybe it's the woman preventing them, you know, from seeing it because of whatever reason. And they don't even have a chance to be the father that they want to be. And it's happened to, you know, some of my dad's closest friends, like guys that were like, you know, father figures in my life growing up. And that shit is awful. I think that's terrible to try to keep somebody away from their kids. But shout out to Black Dads, man. Shout out. Shout out, man. Good, bad, or indifferent. Tell somebody you love them. Uh, ooh. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out, man. But that, uh, kind of went on a little longer than I thought there. I kind of got a little, got a little passionate there about Black dads. Yeah, you know, it's our show. We do what we want, man. But not Black men need their flowers, man. So I hope everybody gave their love to their fathers. Um, and let's get on with the show. Yep. All right. So in our Say What. Say I What. Think, uh, we, we have two things. So I think I'll take the first. Yeah, you go to the first one. Okay. I had this, not heard of this. I have not heard of this. This past weekend, uh, you know, it's it's students are, you know, across the country going back to school, sports are picking back up. And so this past uh, Saturday in Southern California, around the San Diego area, there was a regional championship game between Corando, uh, Coronado, High, Coronado, Coronado, Coronado High School Coronado. and... SC Anato? Did I say that? Uh, did you say something in Spanish? Como se dice? What? Uh, <laughs> Anyways, it's Coronado and Escondido. 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 Escondido, Escondido y Coronado. So there were two high schools. Mind you, like you said, two Spanish names mm-hmm. San Diego. San Diego, also super close to Mexico. Super close to Mexico. Matter of fact, all of that is, is supposed to be Mexico. <laughs> Damn right? near Mexico, yes. It's supposed to be Mexico. Arizona, California, yeah. New Mexico, yeah. all that is supposed to be Mexico. But you know, different story for a different day. Right. One high school, uh, Coronado, is major, majority um, majority uh, uh, Mexican, uh, uh, Latinx. Escanado uh, S. Escondido, sorry, Escondido, Escondido, White High School. Uh, Coronado won the game, the regional championship, and while they were celebrating, Escondido's 
uh, students and team, I mean, and parents started throwing tortillas. <laughs> at the I'm sorry. At, at the Corn uh, uh players. That's so absurd. Like throwing tortillas. Wait, wait, so, so. The fuck? Just the way you said that. And they were flowers, aren't they? <laughs> this is so fucking racist, Joe. Like it's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. So Coronado won the game, and and that was the primarily Hispanic high school. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. And then and then Escondido decided to throw tortillas tortillas at them what are they trying to say like what like is that even like a good that's not even like good racism like that's just whack that's like whack so the there's no such thing as good racism hold on i need to get that on the airways because i can see somebody clipping this and coming for my life there is no such thing as good racism no um so the uh the california what is it? The California uh, Interscholastic Federation. I guess the governing bodies of the high schools. Mm-hmm. They released a statement, and you know it's, it's always these like like watered down, like obvious statements. Uh, it mm-hmm. says the CIF, which is you know the California Interscholastic mm-hmm. Federation, prohibits mm-hmm. discrimination or any acts that are disrespectful or demeaning towards a member school, student athlete, or school community. Upon receipt and review of incident reports from both schools, the CIF would determine the appropriate next steps. You believe said a lot, a lot of nothing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you prohibit discrimination. Like, where's the action? I don't care. Like, facts. You threw, you threw, there were parents that were also did this. Like, parent, like, you're an, an adult and you're throwing to tears at kids. Like, I, I try to imagine me winning in, like, a regional championship in high school. Facts. And, and somebody then, throwing watermelon. Watermelon on the court. Yeah, yeah chicken skin. Man, I would be, like, if, the, if them kids turned around and ran the crowd and, and fucking started swinging, they'd be wrong, I'm talking right? straight run our test with their ass, bro. You, you're like, oh, my God, they're so violent. This is one thing, though, that stands out. And I think it's needs to be mentioned. It's not like they were just there enjoying a random game and they lost and they were just like, oh man, let me just throw this tortilla that I had sitting around. Like that was, this was premeditated. Like they yeah. had to bring tortillas just in case they needed to act an ass. And that's the super fucked up part. Like it's premeditated ain't shit in this. Like if they won, were they going to make quesadillas after the game? Like what the fuck is this like- shit? Like, like you went to the store in your mind and thought, you know, it'd be a good idea. Right. Let me just get a, let me get a couple packs. I'll get a couple just so my friends can have tortillas to throw. That's so wild to me. Oh, uh, so that's absurd. Yeah. In 2021. Oh. And that Fuck would be racism. what, you know, I mean, it sucks, but also. Fuck racist. You know, it, Fuck racist. Yeah. It, do we get, does it get better? Does it ever get better today? Like, no. I, I feel like we look at all this social justice shit and everybody just screaming from the top of the mountain, you know, about how we're more inclusive and diverse and blah, blah, blah. 
And everything that kind of comes out as a result of it seems to be more racist, more premeditated, more intentional. Whereas some things you could probably have chalked up at some point about being just ignorant and unaware. Shit like this is, there is very clear awareness there. It's very clear. It's like, hey, I know what's super stereotypically Mexican. And I'm going to go plan this, organize it, get with my buddies who also think this is a good idea. And all of us are going to do it together. The fact that the CIF hasn't just instantly just been like, y'all are banned from different sporting incidents or, or, or instances is mind boggling because the premeditated nature of it for me is just like, that's dead. Y'all bugging. Kids need to be having after school detention and shit. Listen, but also, man. fuck them, man. Listen, I'm all for violence. Well, no, 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 no. Violence is never the answer until it is. Yep. Okay. And, and, and that's an official motto. Let me get here with Tortilla. Man, <laughs> the official motto of the Summer 16 podcast <laughs> violence is never the answer until it is. Trademark. You know, that's gonna, is that going to be our first shirt? Uh, uh, quote by uh, uh, Matt Barnes. We have so many uh, different quotes that could be our first t-shirt. I mean, I think our first book club shirt should be how many pages is it? <laughs> <laughs> our first book club merch should definitely be that. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's our first say what? Mine yeah. is on a different note. Um, still on this social justice shit. Uh, maybe not even it's just more so just absurd feminism but uh did you hear about twitter trying to cancel destiny's child for the song cater to you i'm so glad we brought this to my attention i had not heard about it and i'm glad that i hadn't because it's so dumb well again just for the listeners um this had to be 17 years ago right the the famous trio destiny's child had a single called cater to you uh, off of their album destiny fulfilled uh and you know it was a song about you know a woman taking care she has a good man and she's taking care of him and catering to him and you know doing the things that you know i think a lot of men would appreciate their woman doing for them mm -hmm. um and you know people were going through the lyrics and now saying that this is a toxic song or uh, they went as far as to classify, reclassify it as a slave song because there's a lyric in there that um, I think, I think Beyonce sings a lyric. She's like, my life would be purposeless without you. Uh, whatever you desire, I'll supply you kind of thing. Um, uh -huh. When you come home late, tap me on the shoulder and I'll roll over like these lines in there. Just being very loving and endearing. Uh, and now they're just like, that's a slave song. <laughs> like, and people were like really upset, really upset. And it's so much, it got so much attention to the point where Michelle, who's one of the, you know, Destiny's Child members, actually responded on Instagram. Now she did it in a tasteful way. She did like the little Disney cartoony sort of meme. Yeah. Uh, or that filter. Yeah, that little filter thing. Uh, but she put the comment like, hmm. Like, it's not the issue is not catering to your man. It was that you were catering to a man that wasn't worth catering to. So the problem is really on you type of thing. 
Yeah. And I was just like, clap back. Cause that's what it is. It's not about catering to your man. It's just cause you got a, you picked a bum and now you all bitter and, and butt hurt. And so get off a, of, get off of Twitter with your little sensitive ass. Yeah. And then like, I feel like even if a woman wants to cater to a man, right? Mm-hmm. That's her right. That's, that's her right. Yeah. And hopefully he, it will be reciprocated. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And even if it wasn't, this Talk song about is fucking too. 17 years old. Talk I hate about when people try to go back and like comb through shit from a long time ago and try to use today's lens on it and say like, I remember it was like maybe last year people try to go try to go through and talk shit about um, Eddie Murphy Raw. Yeah. I'm like, fam. Yeah. At the time, that, in my opinion, was the best stand-up comedy special I've ever seen. And it's still one of the best. It, yeah. It, I mean, it's still hilarious, like beyond hilarious. Even, even if you take away like all like the like insensitive, air insensitive like words that he uses, it's Come on, still man. pretty funny. Like the whole McDonald's thing about uh, yeah. the whole the whole shit with Johnny Carson and and um, mm-hmm. and treatment like treatment like animal. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. shit you talk about like him taking the shit like all, all <laughs> that is still hilarious in today's. By today's standards, right? Yeah, no, but, but, I think to, it's but to say like, oh my god, he said he said this word, we gotta cancel yeah. it. You're right. Like, suck my dick, yo. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. I, I I hate I hate everyone like who who does that. It's such a first world issue because like not only not only are you going like, do you have the time to go back through something that's I mean what tweets raw as well was, tweets as well. Oh yeah, yeah, but like raw. Raw was in 87, mind you. Okay, that's that's it's older than I am by a good amount, by, by five years. It's like almost 35 years old. Um, and you have the time to go back through it, and then like now you want to like bring it up and say, Oh, we got to cancel this person for something they did 30 years ago. Like, that's fucking exhausting. Twitter, sure. Twitter is interesting because people are going back through tweets, and I guess what Twitter's been around for a decade now. Uh, over a decade more than that yeah I, I got i got my twitter in 2009 i think i got mine in maybe like 2010 2011 but still like a decade ago drake wasn't even drake today that he was a decade ago so i think when twitter came out i was like heavy into dipset bro listen i remember i remember when twitter first came out the hashtag twitter after dark was popping so you know, it got it was good times. Twitter was good times, but you know it, it's 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 fucking it's fucking stupid. People need to get a life. Um, but when you're bored and and you're just looking for problems, you know you find what you're looking for, and it's it's really I think it's a indicative of just rampant mental illness in Western culture, because this shit is so insignificant. Like get like, a fucking life. Like, like, go do something else. Like, go go get a life, man. Go read a book, idiot. Get off of Twitter. Speaking yeah. Of so, oh, but you, but last thing I was gonna say too is, you know, they were on Twitter talking about canceling, uh, uh, cater to you, but nobody was talking about canceling bills, bills, bills. You remember that song? Of course not. You know, you're on Scrubs. Listen. We fine with that. We fine with a song that's telling you, hey, if, if he a broke boy, he ain't good for nothing. 
like damn that's not devaluing a human life i don't know what it is but you can't tell nobody's shit because somebody wanted to cater to her man but no fuck that he needs to be a paycheck or some shit ladies ladies give us feedback it's, ain't this shit stupid it's dumb right shit not just ladies everyone give us feedback i mean yes everyone you just all lives matter to me today um no, you just all bad. lives matter to me you just all my bad <laughs> But yes, um, every any anyone is welcome to give us feedback. But ladies, please, that shit dumb, right? Summer sixteen podcast at gmail.com. Um, it makes no sense to me. Who I wish I, do we have any listeners that believe that Gator to you should be canceled? Because I would love to hear from them as well. Shit, they might even get a chance to talk talk to me because I don't, I need to hear this. She can send us a voice note. Uh, man, that's shit. Right. Talk about, we're going to send her a mic and let her get yeah, on here. No, so you can just call. Call in. It's like at the very bottom at the, uh, at the at the links. Oh, right. We do have that. Good shit. Yeah. Hey, look, you see who be reading the bios. Um, <laughs> or who be writing the bios, I should say. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of our Say What segment. We are really rambling today. We got to get back in the swing of things. That's fine. We got we to gotta get back in the swing of things. We were rusty. I feel it. So you ready to move on to current events? Yep. We're going to talk about some basketball. We're going to talk basketball. about basketball. Basketball. Playing basketball. <laughs> my line brother, brother can't say the word basketball. You can't? You live a lisp? Not even. He doesn't, but I hope he's not listening to this shit because it's to the point where I, I'm We've we've what we've been in the fold for nine years, almost ten years now, uh, and I can't even say basketball without jokingly going basketball. Because <laughs> Mike Tyson, <laughs> he can say all other words fine, but when it comes to talking about basketball, <laughs> it's a struggle, man. Okay, but yes, NBA basketball conference finals. Uh, we're finally in the conference finals. Tunde, what are your thoughts, feelings? Where are you at with it? Uh, of the teams left, there's one team I absolutely do not want to win, and that's the Clippers. You do not want do the not. Clippers to win. Yeah. If any other team of the, of the three, because it's, it's the Clippers, the Suns, the Bucks, and the Hawks. And if any of the other three teams win, I'm cool with that. I would, the team I want to win the most is the Suns. Phoenix Suns, baby. And I just want to put it out there, listen, listeners. Uh, I have been a Suns fan for such a long time. <laughs> and it's and it's one of those things that I haven't really talked about much on the show. And, you know, I do think that now it's time for me to just kind of come out and let you guys know. Because, like, you mm-hmm. know, Toon Day's heard it behind the scenes. Like, a lot of my mm-hmm. close friends know this, too. Like, diehard Suns fan. Got it. Uh, and so, you know, I've been I've been riding heavy. You know, Chris Paul is my boy. Uh, Devin Booker, you know, nice up and coming star. And so now that now that my team has a chance to really be in the sun, no pun intended. Um, it's, it's exciting times for me over here. You are so, hilarious. Rally, you rally in the valley. Rally in the valley. Listen, man, you know, and 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 I'm selling bandwagon tickets. You know, Tune Day, if you need one, I got I know you. one. I know Anyone one else out man. there. And that is my piece. Ticket. Dude, where do you, when do you, I know, where do you I think, know one Suns fan? Where do you think Marquise? 
he literally roots for all Arizona teams. Where do you think he's got it from, Tunde? From him being from Phoenix? From me, bruh. From me. All right, anyways. So, I think the first cops <laughs> uh, round of game was yesterday. Chris Paul is, is in is in uh, COVID protocols because he contracted coronavirus, uh, even though he's vaccinated. Which is it's, it sucks. Yeah, but yeah, um, that was weird. But Devin Booker put on a fucking show yesterday. Forty point triple double. Man, I think it happened through the third quarter. He only had like thirteen points, and then went off. I think he scored the next sixteen for the Suns. Like, jeez, Louise. Like, yeah, he's that guy. Um, uh, and you also got to mention too that Kawhi is out yep. for for sure the first two games, but. I was hearing something that it could be like uh, uh, ACL or something strange. Yeah, I saw that too. I so he could too. be out indefinitely. Um, and that's just, if that's the case, if he's out indefinitely, I'm calling Suns and Suns sweep. Because Paul George definitely ain't that guy like you thought he was. Um, Who thought he was? Like you thought he was. That got pulled the tapes? That, that, that to go back and insert. Insert you saying that it did. Him and Kawhi, the best duo in the league. Today you're about to go and insert the audio clip. Yeah, I will go and find it. <laughs> you about to after, now that we're back from the break. No, I'm just, <laughs> oh man, dude, um, that's crazy. But yeah, Paul George ain't that guy. So I, I'm thinking Sun Sweet man because Chris Paul, like you said, is vaccinated. So I don't think it's five. gonna hurt him in five. What, yeah. In what world would the Clippers even steal a game? If Chris Paul don't come back healthy, like I got him at home, like just hit a bunch of threes. I just don't see Monty Williams doing a terrible coaching job, like like fucking uh Steve Nash. Steve, no, not Steve Nash. Um, like uh Chris Snyder did in the last oh. round, leaving oh, Gobert yeah. out there even though they went small and then just hitting yeah, everything possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I think um, the Suns, uh, Suns are a lot more athletic though, as terms of a team. Like Aiden can be out there and and still yeah. compete compete on the court. He's much more mobile than a bull bear. But uh, <clears throat> so okay, so then your finals matchup. Who do you think it's going to be? And I guess this is, I guess we both originally said what Lakers Bucks. Yeah. So I, still, I mean, I still, I still, like if I'm betting, I still have the Bucks and the Suns. Sure. I'm betting, but sure. I want the Hawks to win. And so you'd want to see Suns Hawks. Yeah, I think that's more exciting. If I'm that was the yeah. if that was the matchup, then who would you want to see with the chip? Suns. I think it's it's I need Chris. I want Chris Paul to get his man his for his sure. Yeah. He's he's top five point guard of all time, first ballot Hall of Famer with yeah. the title. And and Trey Young, he still got, you know, a, a long he got a lot of, of yeah, he got yeah. a lot of time left. I he mean, it takes definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how the NBA goes. But he's, I, we were talking about it offline, and I think you brought up a really good point. You know, from a like what's fun to watch perspective, it's hard to deny that seeing Trey Trey Young in the finals lobbing up threes from half court like it ain't shit would be Floating. way more fun. Yeah, yeah, with the floater game crazy would be way more fun than watching Giannis Euro step into a charge. Yeah. You know, spin move into a charge. I'm good on that. Middleton, Middleton has been playing good. You know, Drew Holiday is a, is a is a beast. I think that the the Bucks have a much better team, and they've really proven that now. Uh, but uh, 
you know, I also wanted I mean, to add. They were, they were like a half a shoe size away from going home, though. Because if KD's foot was behind oh, that Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but let's let's be real here, man. You know, at the beginning of the year, when they put, put that roster together at Brooklyn, it was hard to see any way that they didn't make it to the finals. But oh. in true, well, but in true, in true James Harden, Kyrie Irving, KD form, they are who we thought they were, right? Kyrie wasn't reliable when you needed him. And James Harden. James I've Harden seen, wasn't available. Seen way too many times in playoffs. You know, and, and he, and the thing, that's unf- I, I don't really care for Kyrie like that, but it's unfortunate for James because he really did carry them for so much of the regular season that to have his body break down now, it's like you, if he would have had his squad with him, he wouldn't have to be putting the team on his back and like and that. Stephen A said, I mean, you come into the year overweight. Man, that, that plays around. a role in, in you know, he ain't never injuries. lied, he ain't never lied. And so, you know, KD is obviously, you know, a beast. You know, shout out to our home, you know, PG County, another good one. <laughs> uh, but it's like, uh, it's nuts, dude. It's it's nuts. And so, I, I, I it's good to see some new blood out there. I would just, I would just be disgusted if the Clippers won a championship. Yeah, I, I think I saw a, a, a sitting on Sports Center that said that of the four teams left. None of them have won a championship since the merger. I, I thought it was like since the eighties. No, like it's probably before that too, huh? Yeah. Actually, no. It was like yeah, being in the finals. I think that's what I was talking about. But yeah, no, none of these dudes. Yeah, because I mean, Phoenix dudes. Phoenix went to the finals in '93. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So. It's weird not seeing LeBron or Steph or KD or any of these guys even sniffing the finals. But, you know, it'll be a chance for a team to steal one, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next year because I highly doubt that any of these four teams, with the exception of maybe Phoenix, will be a a real contender. Oh, I guess Brooklyn maybe too, but I just – I don't see them – I don't see them being able to sustain the egos in the locker room very long. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm looking for some good basketball. I'm I'm trying to think like who's gonna guard. Probably gonna put Drew Holiday on Trey Young. If if they were smart, they would do that. Drew Holiday is a great defender. Also, PJ Tucker too, because he's gonna body the hell out of Trey. I think I think he'll put him in foul trouble. PJ Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, no, Drew Holiday are running around with him. He's, I mean, he's a great defender. Uh, yeah. But they got bodies to throw at Trey. And that's, I don't think who's going to guard Giannis, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they don't got Kirk Capella? Yeah. No, it's, it's food. Yeah. It's food. It's going to be tough. There's nobody really that can guard Giannis. Um, and so that's going to be an exciting series. But what, do you, what are you calling? You're calling Bucks and what? Six. Uh, I'm going to say Bucks. I'm going to say Bucks and. You know, I can't copy you, right? I can give a different one. You don't have to. I'm going to say Bucks in five. I think Atlanta's going to steal one. It's just going to be too much. You know, I, I think that it's great. Like, you know, they went into Madison Square Garden and they went into Philly and they got those two rounds. I don't think they were really supposed to be here, right? All things being, you know, right with the world. But they, you know, they're here now and they got a shot. But I think, I think Milwaukee's just going to, beat them down pretty good because they're they're a different breed this year yeah i mean 
Look, I'm definitely looking forward to the finals. I'm not looking forward. To, oh wait, we have the the draft lottery is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yeah, Tuesday the twenty seventh. Yeah, draft lottery. So I know my team isn't in the lottery. Wow. Yours is right. Wow, childish. What? Childish. I'm just saying. Childish. I'm just I mean, saying. I never get excited for the Bulls in the draft. Um. But I mean, honestly, I don't even get excited for the I don't get excited for the NBA draft because it's a bunch of eighteen year olds that I know nothing about. Uh, I mean, what I know, Jalen Suggs, he'll be good. Um, the dude from Baylor, he's a hooper. Other than that, like none of these guys are really gonna be relevant in the league for five years. So you can miss me with it. Uh, Rockets, Pistons, Magic, Thunder, Cavs, Timberwolves, Raptors, Bulls, Kings, Pelicans, Hornets, Spurs, Pacers. Warriors. Have you been hearing all the news about uh uh Zion being unhappy in, in New Orleans? Yep. And I'm like, fam, you have yet to play a full season. You have yet to make the playoffs. Like your family is upset that the team is not doing more for y'all. Like which I thought they still did put a decent team around them. Like, yeah, they could have made the playoffs. Zion got hurt at the end of the year. Otherwise, they would have got a play-in spot. At least. Uh, he, he wants to play in New York. Facts. He wants to play Facts. with R.J. Barrett. Yeah, uh, R.J. Barrett. I mean, and especially with, like, how exciting they are right now, he could be the first player to not re-sign with that first big contract. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Zion and Julius Randle. They can't play together. Like I mean, they, that's presumptuous that Julius Randle is going to get that new contract. I mean, I think he wants it. I think he's played his way into it. But the truth of the matter is, he's good for where they are now. But when you max him out, he's not worth that contract on building a championship team. First, is he second team? Second team NBA, most improved player. He was second team all NBA. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. You think he's gonna stay that? I mean, this is his first time he's actually he's had a team built around him. So I think he has the potential. He was second team all NBA. I did not even realize that. Uh I, I listen, I, I love the way his game is elevated. Um and listen, pay them, pay the man, pay the man. I was just thinking from the team's perspective, from the team's perspective, it's going to be hard. Yep, second team, sorry. So second team was LeBron, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid, and Julius Randle. He averaged 24, 10 rebounds, six assists. He was hooping. He was hooping, undeniably so. I just think they were like a scrappy underdog team all year. And that's how they kind of beat people up. But I just wonder what it'll look like next year. If they come out and they ball like this next year, then, you know, get your money, fam. But I got to see it. I got to see it to believe it. I mean, that's how there's a lot of guys that got paid in the league after having one good season. And then they ghosted. Cough, Christoph's Przingis. Sidebar. Please. Uh, before we move on from sports into our wax hypothetical, I just got a notification on my phone. Raiders car Nasib 
makes an announcement and becomes the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Wait, what? Gay NBA? Well, NFL, NFL, NFL. He's not the first active player in the NFL. Yes, he is. Oh, because Michael Sam barely played. Yeah, I don't think he, oh. I don't think he he even make a roster. I don't think he made a roster. Let's see. Raiders defensive end announced on Instagram he is gay and has partnered with the Trevor Project, making a 100k. Is this is he is he good? Listen, I don't know. Because I mean, but but you know how sports go. Oh yeah, but I like, mean his teammates. They, his teammates they, they, they might find a reason for him not to be good, even if he is. His teammates probably already knew, right? Uh, okay, hold hard on. To say. Let, me, let me look at this because you know what's the best. The best is uh is uh looking at the comments on Twitter. Oh, for yeah, real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, we're live. This is live. This is happening live. So there's a few don't cares. Uh, there's some people putting L's. Someone said, awesome moment. <laughs> LeBron doesn't approve of this. Okay. I knew I hated the Raiders. Motherfuckers are stupid, bro. Uh, good for him. Uh, we don't care. <laughs> Somebody said, find him. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's cool. You know, shout out to him for coming out. You know, that's a, it's obviously a big day. Um, Especially like in the NFL, like the NFL, it's, yeah. it's so, so hyper masculine and like anything that goes against the norm is like, oh, that goes against the locker room culture and yeah, you already know how it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. I mean, you hear somebody saying, do your thing, bro. Don't let him Michael Sam you. That's real. Because he definitely, it's definitely a target on your back, right? Um. We, you've heard the rumors that Aaron Rodgers is gay. Yeah, I heard that. Man, I think it would be great if Aaron Rodgers came out as gay. It would. He would, it would be, be great because, like, because like you can't alienate him. What he, that's what I'm saying. He's he's too good to 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 blackball or yeah. whiteball or whatever. Um, but like, would he be the best gay athlete of all time? That's hard Open. to say. Openly, openly, gay, openly, openly gay athlete of all time. Uh, in male sports, sure. Who would it be in female sports? Oh, like Rapino or Super. Super. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In female sports, not even close. Yeah. In male sports, openly gay, Aaron Rodgers would probably be the the gay goat. Shakari Richardson is gay. Who? Shakari Richardson. She's been all over Twitter and in social media like this past really? week. She won. She's like twenty one. She won like the. Was that the star? runner? Yeah, the one. That was the runner. Yeah, she's like, I'm that girl. Star? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She gonna run away when it gets hard. <laughs> um, she's so dope, yo. She's a beast. I saw. I just saw a clip of her earlier on Twitter. Actually, yeah. Um, shout out to her. Uh. Shout out to all the black women out here going crazy. I just saw another black woman qualified uh, for like swimming like that, uh, whatever the sprint one is. Is it the 400 meter? It was, you know, the swimming race that's like, you just go from one to the other, like the sprint one where you just Um, swim. 
you just do the one straight lap. You don't do a lap. You just do like the straight swim across the pool. Is freestyle? it the 400 meter freestyle or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I'm asking. Oh, shit. Swim. Also, Allison Felix qualified for a fifth Olympics. Allison Felix does no wrong, bro. She's a beast. I love Allison Felix. Yeah, take that, Nike. Take that. Uh, who should she run with now? I forget. I think not, not a particular shoe company, but I forget. I forget. But anyways, mm, is she is she three is she three stripe of life? No, she's not. Oh, okay, just checking. No, sorry, John. Uh, you know, it, it it wouldn't be right if they had Kanye and Allison Felix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, gotcha. That that's the worst parts of capitalism, right there. You know, monopoly. Got gotcha, you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, let's let uh, let's get off this. Let's yeah, let's, let's move. Let's move on to our. To what our have waxing, we be? What have we become uh, in this podcast game? Our, Are we just talking shit? Our waxing hypothetical. Yes. So, in sticking with our theme, since you know, one is Juneteenth, black shit, and it's also Father's Day. Uh, our waxing hypothetical question this week is: How has your idea of what it means to be a man changed? Has has changed over the span of your life. That's a. I I thought this was a really good question. Yeah. Do, do you want to go first since you've lived more life than me, or should I go first and then you bring it on home? It's up to you. Okay, I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, and that was it's funny because I was actually having a similar conversation with my brother yesterday. Uh, but I can think like, now that I'm like getting ready to like transition. Oh into like my 30s i'm not 30 yet i'm getting close um some of the things that like have defined masculinity to me uh aren't necessarily as port as important i think however i needed to kind of go through that journey to kind of get to where i am now right and i think the biggest one is obviously like relationships with women and relations with women where I think like at a younger age like that was like one of the most important things is like man talking to girls getting to girls being able being able to you know navigate interactions with women has just been like extremely important and I find like I used to find like so much validation and everything in that to the point where you know you kind of bend over backwards to try to like do what it takes to get certain girls and it's just yeah you know it is what it is right it is what it is but now that I've kind of learned how to navigate that space and I'm way more confident in my ability to attract women there's other things that I'm prioritizing mostly like mostly just like my purpose and you know building a a legacy and things like that and so I move that way as well in terms of being a man in the sense of instead of like destroying or just being destructive, but really focusing on building and protecting and providing. Uh, and it's been pretty dope. Um, I'm still kind of figuring it out. And I, and I find myself in like in a transitional period now. Um, but over the years, I think that's been the biggest change that I've seen. But I think it's also because I'm confident in my ability to talk to girls that I don't feel like I have to put all this energy into being able to just like talk to women yeah right because that's um, such it's, it's, i mean i feel like it's such an important thing like it's undeniable i fucking love women like 
They're the best. They are the best. Until they drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about I, you? I think for me, as I was younger, when I thought of like, okay, what, what, what makes a man or what makes like a, a good man, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I think I was, as I was younger, I was drawn into like this, like Western, like idea of what makes a man like this, this, again, a man has to have like some like high level of machismo, right? You have to like be strong and, and independent and, 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 and assertive and, and, and courageous, right? And then as, as, as I've gotten older, I kind of realized like those aren't like traits that are like specifically applied to, to men, right? Like you can have, women can be strong, maybe strong in a different way than men, but strong nonetheless. So you can't just say, okay, men strong, like that, that's it, right? Or men are courageous or uh, men, are independent like these are well hold, hold on hold on just just to make sure i'm hearing you correctly right yeah because i feel like you're you're saying two you're saying two what different makes- things I, I'm, I'm hearing because like because what i heard you say this is what i heard you say i heard you say that like a lot of the terms used to describe men can also be used to describe women i.e or just people in general or people in general right or like, whether it's strong or assertive or courageous right yes However, you also made the point that it's strong in different ways. It could be assertive in different ways. Yes, I'll get into that. Okay, well, I was just trying to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Because like, yeah, yeah, the adjective can apply to anyone, but it definitely manifests itself differently being a man versus manifesting itself being a woman. It's kind of what I mean. Yes. yes, Okay, so I I agree with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So to, to, to the point you just said, right? Like, so now when I think of, okay, when I'm strong, I say, so you brought the like, oh, let's talk about uh, how you approach women, how you how you live or mm-hmm. on this planet with women. Because like, mm-hmm. the, undoubtedly, men are different for women, right? Facts, I agree. And so, and so there's like this, like there's there's like a, a complementary piece that goes when we interact, not even, not even just in relationships yeah, or like in relationships yeah. in like yeah. how I interact with my mom. Yep. or like my yep. sister, yep. or just yep. a woman on the street. Yep. Yep. There's, there's a complimentary piece that goes into that. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like I said, I'm strong. A woman can be strong. Mm-hmm. We're strong in different ways. Like I'm strong physically. Yes. There's, no, there's no denying that, right? Like yes. 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 men are physically stronger than women. We yes. have more testosterone, we have bigger bodies and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. So, but women are strong in, like, I can never give birth to a child. I know that much. Yeah. And I and I agree. I think that women are way more emotionally strong. Because oh, for they're, sure. Like, because they, they can handle things way better, you know, um, just because they're more in tune with their emotions. Like, I'd I be stupid with my emotions. I'd be like, <laughs> for, for sure. And then my ego won't allow me to admit it, but yeah. Yep. So, so now I think when I think of, you know, how can I become a, a, a better, a better man, right? Mm -hmm. I move, I try to move through this world, providing whatever attributes, like Mm -hmm. what makes him like the strength of a man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to provide that in general to people, not just, you know, not just women again, like you, you're, you're my friend. I'm going to be strong for you. 
I'm going to be strong for my mom. I'm going to be strong yes. for my partner. I'm going to be strong for my dog. I'm going to be strong for, yes. you know, yes. whoever is around me. Try to leave this world as a, in a better place than I found it. Yeah, like, like, like I was saying, like the building aspect, right? Like yes, yes. Using that, using that strength as a more protective thing versus like using it to like, like even, even when I was younger, like I was getting fights a lot. Like I got in a lot of fights as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never lost a fight, bro. Okay. No, 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 no. I ain't never <laughs> lost a fight, bro. No, no, no. This tends to certify. Right, Floyd Mayweather. Um, yeah, right. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I, I met my man's. We're, we're similar size, low key. Um, but nonetheless, like I, that's kind of the difference that I've looked at it, where you know that strength, like, like, like everything. There's two sides of it, where you could use it for good or you could use it for bad, right? And so, you know, fighting as a kid growing up is stupid. Like you shouldn't do it. But now if it's like to protect my loved ones or someone like, or you see someone on the street who's being like taken advantage of using that strength now for good versus like some childish, stupid, immature reason. And I think that's kind of how the definition of being a man has changed. But because you're, like you said, taking those attributes, but now doing something with them to leave the world in a better place. Yep. You know, because I've been like, I've been like playing with this idea of like, divine masculinity like i think there's like a lot of conversation about divine femininity but like divine masculinity where it's like using all of those god-given gifts to do something constructive but it's different from how women would use their gifts you know and i do think that like you said men and women are different and i'm okay with that um i kind of get bothered when we start hearing conversations in the world about how men and women are like the same. And I think that that really diminishes the gifts that we were given because like, I think the fact that we're different is what makes us valuable and valuable to each other. Yeah, I think anyone who thinks that men and women are the same, like just, they aren't paying attention. I think it's misguided. Like, and, and, yeah. and, and mind you, and I think it's important to note, that we're not saying that women and men can't do the same things. Like we're not saying that women can't be CEOs and men can't be nurses, right? We're like, but we're different and we have different skills and gifts, you know, that give us advantages in certain places. Yeah. Maybe not occupations, but like, you know, in the world, this is how it is. And that's okay. But I, I hear it more and more though. Like men and women are the same. Better there. And it's like, no, we're not. We're not. So stop trying to make us that way. Like, like chemically, we're not the same. So that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, gen- but generally you, speaking, generally speaking, generally, I mean, yes, generally yeah. speaking. But I mean, so I don't want somebody to write in like, you guys the, are, one, you, the one, uh, the one, yeah. like, fucking. You're missing that you're you you only feel that way because of societal norms and blah, blah, blah. and it's like yes there's definitely societal things that affect that but I think it can be used to diminish or enhance biological gifts and and, and things like that. That's, a, that's that was my answer. Well, I mean, anything yeah. else you want to say on it? Oh no, I think I think we kind of succinctly wrapped it up. Um, I would you, be curious you, to hear from like the other guys, the, the, uh, a lot of our other listeners, you know, because I think as men, 
I think we are able to learn a lot from each other and just like what we are prioritizing and how we're moving through the world to make each other better. Um, some iron sharpens iron type shit. So give us a, give us some feedback, man. Let us know uh, what you guys think is podcast awesome. at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Link in the bio. Hashtag. Um, so, yeah. Um, you get out of here? AVM? Yeah, AVM time. Uh, I think you're first this week. Yep. Sure am. All right. So this week for my audio, visual, and mental recommendation, uh, I actually hit John up and I was like, <laughs> I was like, listen, dibs. Now, I'm calling dibs on, on this album. Uh, her. So her dropped her quote unquote debut album. Um, and it's called Back on My Mind. Uh, what can I say about this album? It's just great. Uh, it has so many amazing features. First of all, her voice is, I love it so much. Like Her voice? Her voice? Yes. Or her, hers voice? Hers. Grammatically. Hers, <laughs> hers voice is good. It should be a... There should be a gender non-conforming version of her called they. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, her voice is just like, like we made it, the, the intro track, amazing. Um, her features, like I think every feature she has is well-placed. Like Ty Dolla Sign, Corday, Lil Baby, Chris Brown, uh, Young Blue. And I don't, I'm not familiar with Thundercat, but. Thundercat is the shit, bro. Are you joking me? Sorry. My bad. Sorry. The um, audacity. But, uh, 21 tracks of just... Oh, sorry. Bryson Taylor at the end and YG. Just, just fucking heat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's, my, that's my audio. Uh, my visual is... Well, oh, sorry. Real quick. Real quick, because I, I wanted to add this on there as well. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you like followed much of like her whole trajectory because like when she first started making music she was completely anonymous right yeah yeah like, yeah. like her album covers and everything but you know she won a grammy before even releasing an album because she's like so incredibly talented so for her debut album to have these high level features is no surprise because she's been in the industry like doing incredible, yeah, 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 incredible sure. work so i haven't listened to the album yet honestly just this Trust weekend's me. been a, it's, I, oh i know it's heat i i'm, I'm not even really worried yeah. about it i know it's going to be a, a, a absolute vibe and so when you called dibs i was like you know what <laughs> yeah so uh that's my audio uh my visual is a show that some of my friends put me on last last year earlier this year mm-hmm. um called uh ready to love Dog. did you plug this one already yeah, I might have, but I'm talking about this. I'm talking about this season. Season five, right? Season five, ready to love. This shit is fucking. It's it's musty TV. It's like if you don't know the, the, the premise of the show, it's like black people in their like 30s and 40s, like who are trying to get married, and like they all they all come together and they go on different dates trying to see who they vibe with, and there's different challenges and stuff. Some of these people. I'm sorry to say, like David, he's never gonna find a wife. I'm I'm sorry to say, I'm, like damn, he, he's, he's never gonna find a wife. Like we talk about what makes a man. Like as a, I, I think one of the qualities that that I think a good man should have does not, uh-huh. you know, just specific to men, but leadership is one of those. And being a leader, you have to also know when to listen. Thanks. 
and the conversation he had on camera with this woman, I'm just like, yo, shut the fuck up. Just shut uh-huh. the fuck up. Is this the one with that's um hosted by nephew Tommy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's also like, pretty good. He's also pretty fucking great. Yeah, so like I think we're down to right now, and I'm watching yesterday's episode that came out. It's uh-huh. five women, four men left. So it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. So so wait, how does the show work? Okay, actually, it looks like it's season three, maybe. So each so each episode, each so each week, either the men or the women are in control, right? And so I, it's you said either be, the men or the or women, the women are, are in control. control. And so like at the end, you have to like say get rid of one person, or maybe two people, or how many people they say. And then based on their interactions that week, like you like each person's like, all right, I'm gonna say this person. I want to say this person. I'm feeling right. this person. the person you're vibing is the one you want to save. Kind yeah, of and at the end, like somebody has to tell the person that like, you're not ready to love, and you have to send them home. And it's, it's some low key baddies on there too. Yeah. So let me let me see if I get this right because like, you, I could go on a date with one of the chicks and be like, you know what? I don't think she's really like for me, but like she's a dope chick. Like I would want to save her, so like I could like fight to save her type thing. Yeah. Sure. But I could also go on a date with one of the chicks and just think she is an absolute like horror show. And when it came for us to vote, I could be like, man, get rid of you know, yeah, but somebody else likes her then. Right. But it could be also like, you know, and so I'm sure there's like beef, like, man, I don't want to hit that dog. And other guys are like, which of the men and the women, like who seem to have struggle the most with like getting rid of people though? I feel like the guys would just be like, man, shorty can go, G. No, I think, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yes, the the women have struggles getting rid yeah, of. Yeah, they're like, oh, but he's such a nice guy. But but no, but you guys, this last episode, the guys like really show their ass because she was like really concerned, like I don't know, because it was like a whole thing, like he doesn't like. I think he didn't. Um, he's like, if something happens in my life, because it was a woman, the guy, and the guy met the ex. Of the woman, right? The all so they brought ex. the ex onto the show just yes, for, the yes, for each woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's uh, they're asking, like, you know, like how relationship with God. And he's just like, you know, if something happens, I'm the type of person like God helps us help themselves. I'm gonna go like, you know, take care of it and then I'll pray. And she's like, I don't know about that. I I almost somebody who who's God first in my life, whatever. Yeah, okay. So 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 so, so that that's it's a whole thing, and she's like. I don't know if I should say it or not. And she mailed him one last time. And he's just like, ain't nothing you can give me. Like, for real. As a matter of fact, after our date, I wasn't even feeling that. I, I kissed other shorty, by the way. And like, just like, Damn. fuck it, I'm out of here. Like, I'm it was on your ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, fuck it, before you can send me home, I, I'm out of here. That's ego. That's pride right there. It was. It was. But, it, but she was still trying to give him an opportunity to try to save him at the end. And he's just yeah. like, fuck it. Right. Like, it's it's a lot of drama. It's a good, it's a, this season's really, really good. So, it's on it's on Oprah Winfrey network. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I so that that makes me just believe that it's toxic for black people. Why? So I think everything that Oprah does is toxic for black people. Okay. I'm not gonna leave that one alone. We don't have, we don't have enough time to talk about that. But all right, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so 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 for my for my uh for my mental, we kind of talk about this at the top of the show, but um I'm doing code switch. I know I did code switch last week, but code switch again this week because code switch, as we know it, is kind of changing up. Um, one of the hosts is leaving the show, which I'm pretty sad about. Um, 
But anyways, this week's episode is called A Taste of Freedom. It talks about Juneteenth. And just when we talk about the top of the show, like what's going to happen when Juneteenth gets commercialized and and watered down? Would it still have its like its roots in the, the purpose behind Juneteenth? How long can it last now that it's a federal holiday? And I don't think it's going to like keep its true purpose as far as nationwide uh as 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 long as we think but it's a really good episode check it yeah. out code switch is one of my favorite podcasts that ain't to america as you guys already know thanks but uh, yeah so it, it, that was, it, it, that's it, my avm awesome man awesome man great rex as always so let's do mine now all righty then i wanted to do, i had so many music breaks that i want to do but i had to um i had to be selective so for my audio, I'm going to do another Isaiah Rashad track. He did another single. His album's getting ready to come out soon. The single is called Headshots or uh, For the Locals. Uh, it's just the whole vibe. There's like a little visual for it on YouTube. Um, I I put it on like repeat and I've just been bumping it like all weekend. It's like, is, have, you, have you heard it yet? Nope. Headshots. Okay, well, go ahead and vibe out to it, bro. I was actually on Instagram because I follow the artist who actually did the artwork for it on Instagram. And I was just like um, in the comments, like, yo, man, you should tell the story about like the artwork and conception. And they were like responding to me and shit. So I thought that was kind of dope. So yeah, I'm basically popping on social media Uh, at at John Bowie on Instagram. Don't don't worry (laughs) about following me though. I got my, I put my stuff on the screen time limits. So like that's why I'd be like hella missing hella stuff on social media now. But still popping when I'm on there. Uh for my video, Vince Staples released a single also, and he has an official music video with it. It's called Law of Averages. I just fuck with Vince Staples heavy. Um, dude is super dope. Um, there's not too much more I can say with it. The video is kind of interesting, makes you think. And I like it. For my mental, I'm going to do the Instagram page, The Dad Gang. Um, Basically, they're a group that is trying to just really fight this uh, perception of Black male, Black fatherhood, um, and and really highlight all the the great things that Black men and Black fathers are doing in the community. Um, Because like we said at the top of the show, black, Black fathers don't get the flowers they deserve, especially the ones, especially the ones that are really out here trying to do their best um and you know there's been a lot of conversations that i've been kind of just observing and listening to you know really just challenging black men as a whole to you know really kind of lift each other up too um because you know even though the world might not give us the credit we deserve like black men and our networks of other black men you know can really do a great job of just reaffirming each other and, and and keeping each other uh you know, held high and in good, in good, uh, good, good esteem, and also just a resource, for, a place for us to figure it out. Because you know, nobody's perfect, but I, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on black men, especially, to be perfect if you want to be seen as you know a good man. Like if you ever make a mistake or fail or 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 or, or less than, you know, it just seems to be held against you in a different way. And so, uh, the dad gang is like a community of folks that are really supporting black men and black fathers and so i definitely want to shout them out because they're dope af to me that's what's um, up. yeah so that's my avm and uh get us out of here bro
All right, all right, good stuff. Uh, so we gave you our AVM recommendations. Hopefully you check those out before we come back next week. But like Don said, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up. As I always say, I wanna thank you for listening. You don't have to be here. You don't have to listen, but we're always glad that you do. If you wanna stay connected with us, you can by emailing us at summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. Our show's Instagram and our Twitter, same handle is summer16pod. Um, on Facebook, if you wanna contact us there, just type in summer 16 podcast in the search bar and we'll have links in the description. That's also gonna include the Discord link as well as our Goodreads link. Lastly, if you enjoyed the content and wanna help us grow, provide better shows going forward, please don't hesitate to put something towards our cash app and that is dollar sign summer one six pod. Anything Run else? that money, run that yep. money. Yep, Let's yep. Get it. So till next time, whole lot of gang shit. Peace, y'all. Peace. We out of here, baby.